All right. Welcome to Irrelevant and Illiterate. I'm Oatmeal. That's dumb dumb. <laughs> we don't care what episode number this is. Mm-mm, I never do. At all. But uh, I got one. Sort off. I want to give a shout to two podcasts done by friends of mine that I want other people to check out. One is called Getting It Out Podcast, done by my good friend Dan Crayley. He's a real funny guy. He interviews some really good bands. And it's available pretty much anywhere podcasts are available. And the next one is called The Where It Went Podcast, done by an old buddy of mine named Greg Pollard. And the premise of his podcast is he interviews Revelation Records bands. It's like pretty much a whole podcast dedicated to Revelation Records. All eras of Revelation. Like the 88 style, the, the rock and roll style, the weirdo style. And he gets some pretty good gets on there and some pretty good interviews. Hmm. So, And that's also available wherever you can get podcasts. So check those two out after, of course, you download the fucking sensation that is this. Subscribe but, to it and all that. Oh, yeah, comment. Oh, and also there's this other one. Um, thank you for your services podcast starring the probably the master of entertainment, Matt. <laughs> I don't know what his last name is because I just don't care what his last name is but he's a short king and it's true he's a little guy yeah future guest of this pod (laughs) eventually um if i can convince him i found something in the dream journal that i forgot to bring up last week and so i don't remember why it was funny but reading it it did make me laugh it just said your mom's so fat she got a dress made out of dinner recipes it's not a good joke at all. It's stupid, though. But <laughs> It's funny. <laughs> I was I'm probably giggling about it really hard at, a, like, 3 in the morning. It's probably fucking hilarious. <laughs> but while we're on this tangent, let me ask you a question. Mm-mm. How many motor, Harley-Davidson motorcycles do you think you see on a regular basis? Sometimes it's, like, one a day. And that's, really? not, even, that's not even when it's when it's not nice out. When it's nice out, I see multiple a day. Really? Hmm? Oh, because for me, it's pretty much one a month, maybe. Oh, you don't get out much. Oh, yeah, it is true. But now I want you to think about this. How often on a... How regular basis do you see Harley-Davidson merch? Oh, way more. Way more than the motorcycle to a, a stag like a disproportionate degree. Yeah, like I see, like I f- frequent coffee establishments a lot. Every time I walk into one, there's at least one hillbilly, or honestly, dudes that look like me wearing Harley Davidson gear. I'm like, not that many people in the world can have Harleys. Otherwise, like the the roads just be chalked with them. You, like you wouldn't be able to get fucking down the street. Without like like going constantly, so remember that South Park. Yeah, that's what I was quoting there. Yeah, people don't think we're cool. But it's like, so I'd say for every twenty Harley Davidson sweatshirts I see, I see a Harley Davidson motorcycle. So that means there's at least nineteen posers out there at any given. Within like a ten mile radius of me at any at any time. More than that, like that is that's pretty bad, dude. 
Oh, uh, the poser, the the poser proportion. Yeah, absolutely. There's so many more posers. And like, could you imagine just being like some fucking dude who works for Harley doesn't really pay attention to numbers and he just walks around and sees all these hoodies and shit and hats and stuff. He's like, dude, we are fucking killing it. Then he goes and looks at the actual numbers and he's like, <laughs> we sold five. We sold five. Like Jesus Christ. Like, I don't know. I just thought it was a fucking weird thing that I see tons and tons of their merch but not as much as their actual product. I think you don't hmm? see that with any other product really. No, because the only companies that go hard like that with swag are companies like Marlboro and you know those people are cashing in their cigarette points for that (laughs) shit. (laughs) Jackets and fucking... I think at one point there was a tent. If you had, oh, yeah. if you had so many like, they, they had a catalog. Yeah, so much shit you could get with cigarette credit, basically. It was one of the funniest things I ever saw. Um, uh, uh, the the bull, Rick to Life, had was selling uh, twenty five to Life and Come and Correct hoodies at a show we played with him. This is like twenty years ago, and so I picked up. I looked at one of the twenty five to Life hoodies because I really liked it. And it was printed on a Marlboro hoodie. Really? Yeah. That's funny. That's fucking hysterical. <laughs> I would love to find Marlboro Marlboro blanks to print anything on. That's funny. I guess he had like a found a way to get the design over whatever it is. Like I think maybe it was just like a pocket design on the hoodie or something. But it was definitely a Marlboro hoodie. That's it said so Marlboro funny. on the tag, which is weird. I figured Marlboro would just get like through the loom hoodies and just throw their logo on it. But apparently. They have an in-house seamstress too, or sweatshop. Yeah, more like, like Jesus Christ. It was awesome. I was like this motherfucker. <laughs> to not detract from the Harley Davidson thing, I Ooh. have a Sisters of Mercy shirt inside, like an old one. Yeah, that was printed on a Harley Davidson blank. Yeah, I still have. I I took the tag off, but I kept it. I kept the tag. It just said Harley Davidson on the fucking. On the neck tag? Yeah, it was a Harley Davidson brand shirt, Sisters of Mercy. How how print. much how much more stoked would you have been if it said, you know, Sisters of Mercy and it had whatever artwork on the front, but on the back it had like hauling ass kick, <laughs> chicken in heads or whatever. <laughs> if you can read this, the bitch fell off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just fucking Sisters of Mercy just co opted the Harley Davidson like lifestyle just for that one shirt design. That Inc- would have been fucking great. Incredible. That would have been awesome. I would have honestly bought one too, and I'm not a huge Sisters of Mercy's fan, but why not? I, I like them, but it's not like a band I would seek out merch from. Uh, fair, you know what I mean? Fair enough. But if I came across a Sisters of Mercy like hoodie that said like "haul an ass" on the back and had like an eagle on the back of it, I'd have been like, "Yeah, I'll take two. That one, <laughs> I'll take two. <laughs> oh, I just, fuck. That's fucking great. That's. I think more bands should do that. I w- I wish it were possible. I do it for this oh. podcast. <laughs> Dude, you can like even do it as like a service too. Think about this. Like think about like your local pizza shop, right? They have like they'll probably sell t shirts and on the back it just says, you know, like fuck faces pizza and here's the phone number, blah blah blah. <laughs> now if you just print a band shirt and just put your logo on the front and on the back it still has like the pizza shit, your front you're doing That's something cross promotion. It's cross promotion. Because everybody likes pizza. That's high level marketing. Exactly. And you know, it's word of mouth, if yeah, nothing I'm else. Telling you, dude. Everybody can shine. As you know damn well, your local pizza store that actually sells shirts of like their sh- shit has at least three boxes 
of unsold shirts. You're like, look, here's what I'll do. I'll take these. I'll print my band's logo on the front before we go on tour. And when we get back... <laughs> Who's going to buy their we'll pizza? Do a, we do a percentage. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just spitballing here. I'm just fucking spitballing. You're playing... A, All right, Don Lemon? You're playing in Billings, Montana. No <laughs> yeah. one's going to fucking be like, oh, we should try fuck faces sometime. Which one? Wilmington or Ellesmere? Fuck. They'd probably go to Wilmington. It's the... <laughs> It's the more known city. <laughs> yeah, guess. but what if it did though? Uh, All of a sudden, like, yo, dude, can I just have one like shipped out to me, dude? It becomes, <laughs> or, or better yet, it becomes a destination. Yeah, can we have DoorDash by helicopter? Next thing, <laughs> next thing you know, Guy Fieri is showing up. I hate the way you just said Fieri. That's that's how his, his he says I don't his name. Give a fuck. That guy doesn't deserve to have his last name said correctly. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Yes, his last name does. is. His last name is stupid. He's a good man. I have a stupid last name. I hate when people pronounce it correctly. It's the worst thing ever. Ugh. Just fuck it. I don't have anything else from the Dream Journal, do I? I got something. It's going to fuck you up, dude. What? It's going to fuck you up. We have a regular fucking segment on here about my favorite website in the entire world. The Internet Adult Film Database. IAFD.com. Are you familiar? I am. Ah. Oh. I sure am it's by like now. It's like IMDB for people that have way too much time on their hands <laughs> and semen on their knuckles. Now, this one's got a lot of twists and turns to it, but I sent you the picture, didn't I? Mm-hmm. I did. This is Sonny Landum. Familiar with his work, are you? Landum. Sonny Landum? Well, let me give you a refresher here. Sonny Landum, also known as Bill Ashley and Tex Miller. Hmm. It's pretty good, right? Your names are sounding... It's ringing a bell, but I don't know why. It is, isn't it? <clears throat> Maybe you've heard of him and, you know, such great ones as Big Abner, Big Thumbs, <laughs> Abigail Leslie is back in town. <laughs> oh, and let's not forget Ganja Express, Honey Cup, Illusions of Love, Love Bus, Misbehaving. Oh, dude. Misbehaving. Now, these are some great... It's some great films, you know what I mean? And he's quite a stud. Now, I ask you, how does Sonny party? He looked to me like a sort of WWE wrestler. Mm-hmm. Retired. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He looks like he could go either way. But my gut is telling me he parties hard. Hard gay? I think he does both. Incorrect. He's Fuck. straight as a goddamn arrow. Fuck! That was my first instinct. I should have just done with it. Fuck. Now, this is where it gets fucking wild, bro. First off, we know he's not a top or bottom. He's just a fucking straight shooter. Yep. Now, Boring. second point. I know, right? Fucking lame Is he alive or dead? He's got to be dead. Let me tell you a very long story about Sonny Landum, okay? He's dead. You know why you recognize his name? Because he transitioned after his stint in pornography. Playing in such real movies as 48 Hours. You ever heard of it? Nick Nolte? I have. I have. Uh, Have you ever heard of a little movie called Predator? Uh, yeah. Do you remember Billy the Tracker? 
Mm. Got his spine removed from his back with his skull intact. Yeah, the classic scene, yeah. That is Sonny Landham. Really? Yes. So, he pivoted from pornography into real film. Real. Oh, yeah, real film, dude. Are you fucking air-quoting Predator? I'm, I'm, real, I'm, I'm oh. air-quoting the term oh. real film. Because porn is very real. He also starred in the fucking blockbuster of all blockbusters, Action Jackson. And I know the name, but I've never seen it. You're so young and stupid. Me. So, yeah. <laughs> Sonny, now, afterwards... When you and Also, when you first said transitioned, I thought you meant the other way. What other way is there to transition, Tom? To become another gender, perhaps. People do that? <laughs> what? <laughs> you really don't Fuck, get out much. Fucking science is kooky, man. As long as you're not wearing <laughs> Harley shirts, you know what I'm saying? Anywho... After his stint as an actor, he got into motherfucking politics. Because, as you know, the cast of Predator, a lot of them went into politics. It is it is a strange throughway. It's true, dude. Strange throughway from Predator is, to dude. politics. It is, dude. Jesse, Ventura, Jesse the Body Ventura became a governor of Minnesota. Uh, Arnold, the motherfucking man Schwarzenegger. The governator, you could say. That's exactly right. In 2003... Landum ran in the Republican Party primary election for the post of Governor of Kentucky, hoping to repeat the success of his Predator castmates, Minnesota Governor Jesse Ventura and California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. He based... Oh, Schwarzenegger. Sorry. He based his candidacy on opposition to an amendment which endorsed the Kentucky Family Court, saying his bad experiences at the hands of Family Court had convinced him it was for the benefit of lawyers rather than the families and children. So he ran on that. That's what he ran on, you know what I mean? Fair enough. And he didn't win. He didn't win. He didn't get the, he didn't get the part as a nom- nomination. Robbed, Now, probably. in January of 2004, Landon announced his candidacy for the 27th State Senate District of the same fucking state. Yeah, yeah go figure. And uh, he tried to... Up, know who he tried to upseat? Uh, motherfucking... M- Mitch McConnell. Mitch goddamn McConnell. Mm-hmm. That's right. I was guessing. That bubble neck motherfucker <laughs> had Billy... Billy from Predator, after him, dude. And McConnell's just like, nah. He just fucking smoked him. Now. God damn it. Imagine, oh, if he could have unseated the turtle, uh, maybe maybe this would be a different country by now. I mean, it's like the tortoise and the hare all over again, but it's this time it's the tortoise and the Indian guy, or the, sorry, Native American guy from Predator. I'm Mitch McConnell. It's like, what's got Billy so spooked? Trees. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, <laughs> July, two, July 2008, Landon appeared on the political radio show The Weekly Filibuster and was calling for the bombing of all Arab people okay. outright to send them back to the sand in which they were born from. Is this a quote? Yes. And referred to the ethnic group as camel dung shovelers. Oh my God. And when questioned on this, suggested using the epithets raghead and Camel Jockey instead. Oh, my God. The Kentucky Libertarian Party asked Lanham to withdraw his nomination. And so, then he goes on again. He says, I call for the outright bombing them back into the sand until they surrender. And, they, and if they don't surrender, then you can continue the war. Because if you don't, you will never have peace in the United States. Hmm. 
And the, and the libertarians yeah. wonder why people don't take them seriously. Well, how bad do you have to be for the libertarians to be like, you know what, dude? Let's, 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 bounce. Yeah. let's bounce out. All right. Now. <laughs> you got to be a real fucking. His story gets even more fun. All right. Landon married five times. Has five? Five times. It's four kids. After being convicted on federal charges of making threats and obscene phone calls to his wife, Landon spent three years in prison. However, the U.S. Sixth, Court, Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals reversed the conviction in May of 2001. So this was all before he decided to run for office. Uh, he did a three-year bid. Now, to answer your question on whether my, my guess is alive or dead, mm-hmm. Landon died on August 17, uh, 2017 at age 76 I, from congestive heart failure. R.I.P. to the wild man. I knew it. Not only could he not take down the Yautua, <laughs> not only did the jungle claim him, but he got fucking smoked by Mitch McConnell. So I would, you know, give one to the sky, but you got smoked by Mitch McConnell, dude. You, just to expire. Just, yeah, just your God. legacy is fucking spent. So that's not where you saw that one going, is it? Not at all. Yeah. Talk about a star that burnt out. And Fuck. The way I came across it. <laughs> This is how I came across all this information. I love pornography, as you know. What? I do. I love. You kidding me? I was watching a. I like retro. When I go on X videos, I go looking at retro, like old movies. I was watching one called Slippery When Wet. Oh. And there's a guy in his. What's it about? It's about uh, slip and fall scams at uh, pizza stores. <laughs> Having to fuck faces once, dude. They always fucking bankrupt them. Anyway, so this dude's <laughs> piping this chick out, and I'm like. I fucking know that guy. I'm like, that's... Who the fuck is that guy? I was like, I've seen that fucking guy before. I know that guy. Who is that guy? It's killing me. And my headphones just crapped out. Oh, sorry. But uh, I was like, who the fuck is that? So I went to the trusty website, IAFD.com. Not sponsored, but we would like to be. And I was like, holy shit. Holy shit. And I was like... His name's Sonny Landon. I'm like, that's the dude from Predator. So then I go onto his Wikipedia page, just make sure it's the same Sonny Landon and not some other Sonny Landon that also happens to be Native American and look exactly like Sonny Landon from Predator. And then, sure the fuck enough. Sure enough. He was a pipesman for a good, like, I think he did like six years as a pipesman before he transitioned. Oh, is that a right word? Transitioned? Not from chick. Pivoted. To, not from dude to chick. Oh, pivoted. That's the word. It's a better word. Good job. So he pivoted to become an uh, you know an actor. <laughs> went from a, went a from, thespian. Went from a pipesman to a thespian. <laughs> so I was just like, damn. So now I'm wondering, because I know Stallone did some fuck work too. Early oh yeah, Le- yes he did. Alleg- he did a I long think he only time. Did ago. like one or two. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering how many action heroes have that Dixman skeleton in their closet. Hey, tune in to the next IAFD segment, and maybe you'll find out. And how great would it be the next time, like, you know, you're, you're just fucking J.L. went to internet porn. You're like, hey, man, that guy's a real go-getter. And then ten years later, all of a sudden, you know, like, the next Marvel franchise is announced, and there he is, right next to Captain America. And you're just like, I fucking believed in you ten years ago <laughs> when I was fucking filling a tube sock, and I believe in you now. Let me... You... <laughs> I mean, I've, that's fucking great, right? Oh, dude. You were there for me when I was cranking my least. 
or at my fuck at my lowest. Fuck it. Hey, that was. I'll crank for you now. That was very. (laughs) I mean, because you've seen the opposite when like people's careers just take a fucking nosedive and they have to start doing like you know nude spreads and Playboy shit like back in the day. A lot of people would resort to it. So it's kind of nice to see that someone went started as a fucksman or a pipesman or pipe woman and just tran uh, sorry pivoted to stage and screen you don't see that much you don't see it go that way well you could even argue they were already on stage and screen but maybe a different screen or maybe there's porn that's actually on stage and it's like some real hipster shit I wonder where that mm, like hipsters only watch porn that's done on like <laughs> On like little cafe stages. <laughs> I had a thought and then I, I immediately deleted it. I didn't even want to finish it. Like, could you imagine like some dude just <laughs> braised cum on some chick's back and all of a sudden some dudes will wax mustaches or it's like... <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. I had the same thought. <laughs> just like... That, and dude, <laughs> hipster porn is so good, dude. <laughs> they ride on their bicycles home. <laughs> but like he goes like... You like that bitch? They're like, oh, oh, no, no. That's no, not cool. No. No, what are you doing here? Hey, that's not cool. Yeah, they just fucking... I'm performing. And they just, you know, they they knock their Paps Blue Ribbon over and just fucking storm out of that place. Whatever. <laughs> but he's like, you like that? My equal? Everybody's like, oh, hmm. Mm, he's the master. He's the master of his craft. <laughs> Maybe he's the master of his craft, but a woman could do it too. You know. I'm all about history porn. I'm going to start finding a way. I'm going to find a way to make that shit. Where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. I got to find a guy named Will Way now. <laughs> <laughs> this is an untapped market. Like, it's like, could you hurry up and come? I got some homebrew I'm making down in my basement distillery. You know, just like, <laughs> <laughs> like it, somehow it's all cuck porn. <laughs> can, can we can we hurry this up? My yeast is about to rise on the sourdough starter. <laughs> yeah. It's all some dude just like, you know, standing in the corner while his girlfriend gets fucked by a barista. <laughs> I'm totally fine with this. This is 2023. <laughs> Put your fucking mask back on, white bitch. <laughs> oh, fuck. Where's your back guard, you fucking slut? Like, oh. How great would that be? If some, it's just like some girl just like. One in the ass, one in the fucking twat, one in the mouth. Then one of the guys is like, wait, she's not vaxxed? And just like, ooh, and just like tiptoes off. recoil. Tiptoes, tiptoes off, like, grody. <laughs> like, ugh. Like, I was totally going to, like, make you throw up on my dick, but now, ugh. I would never get the COVID off my balls. That fucking, dude, woke, woke hipster porn is a market I think I'm going to, I'm going to dip my toes in, dude. You could retire off of this idea be- wanted- because you know why? What? If you get if you get in like the subreddit, start in like the like some some real grassroots subreddit like viral marketing and you All could right. tap into those like daily wire like like uh those hardcore uh right people like the ones who would buy merch from the proud boys or something and they'd be like yo check this out next thing you know you're you you can be you could be posting clips you Uh, can fucking you'd do really well what is this woke bullshit i i'm dude and it's complete woke satire they would eat it up i want to be the wes anderson of pornography 
What, and make stupid-looking, campy yes. shit? Yes. Mm. I'm going to be the Wes Anderson of pornography. What would your uh, directorial name be, then? Would you take a surname, or just do... No, I'd probably go with the same name I was going to use for any time I'd have these a fake name, and that's text message. <laughs> that's what I'll go for that one. Text Text message, message yeah. <laughs> It's like, have you seen the new message film? It's provocative. You're, Alluring. Your last name will ring out in film festivals. Exactly, It'll be a name that people drop. Yeah. Of, like, move, like directors they watch. Yeah. People like future guest Martello. I was watching the newest message. I won't even tell him. I'll just sit, I'll just sit back and smirk to myself. <laughs> like, did you like it, Mr. Martello? Did you like it? <laughs> tell us me. more. Tell us, cinephile. <laughs> I can't wait to have him on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward. I'm yeah. really looking forward to that episode. I'm Enough gonna... about that. They gotta wait for that shit. Yeah. Not give him the free. Mm-mm. Not give him the free free. Mm-mm. What's going on in the news today, Tom? Oh, boy. I was struggling on how to order these because oh. some of them are really funny. But I think I, 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 I think I figured it out. So... Just start. ones that take place in Florida put at the bottom of the stack. Uh, let's see. One, two... None of them are from Florida. What? Oh, they're going to be terrible. It's like, man, it's oh, free Slurpee. Just <laughs> just you wait. Uh, Georgia man, close to Florida. <laughs> North Florida. Was accused of shoplifting at Walmart, and he was caught with 37 pounds of marijuana in his trunk. Trunk of his car. Uh, I thought... Like- I thought I was going to say in his sweatpants. I'm like, that's pretty sick. So he was busted for shoplifting at, at the Walmart because he was uh, doing what they call skip scanning. Where oh. he's in the self-checkout and he like... Scan one, skip the next, scan do one, little, skip the next. You know, little one for me, one for you. Yeah, I used to work at a type thing. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to stop me from doing it, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> at Acme. In Pine Creek. The uh, the Walmart cop noticed he hadn't paid for several things, and that totaled around 165 bucks. So they had the uh, they had the go ahead to follow him to his car, and because they appear, I guess some uh, depending on where you are, police officers will actually be stationed at Walmart's. Sometimes, yeah. So they follow him to his car, and they say, "We got to search your car." They tell him to pop the trunk. They found uh, three duffel bags full of vacuum-sealed bags of marijuana, totaling 37 pounds. So he was charged with possession, intent to distribute trafficking, theft by shoplifting, and possession of drug-related objects, possession of Schedule 1 or 2 controlled substance, yada, yada, yada. Well, maybe that Walmart had that bring-your-own-bag policy like most supermarkets do now. And those are the only bags he had around. In Georgia? I don't know. So he had to, like, you know, move the weed aside a little bit in the bag to fit in some pork chops. You know what I mean? I mean... These are desperate times, dude. What Turtles are, are dying. Are they? I don't know. Mitch McConnell's still alive. <laughs> until, oh, until Sonny Landham comes back from the dead. And With a fucking has straw. As his, <laughs> his revenge, he just yeah, pokes him right in his fucking nose. Right in his stupid turtle nose. <laughs> He's like, oh, sorry, Lionel, I thought I'd seen the last of you. And he's like, mm, think, trees, they're think, moving. Think again, McConnell. <laughs> the trees. He just, he just gags like to death. Some, <laughs> there's something out there. His name's Mitch. 
Mm-hmm. More like bitch. Yeah. That's it. That story stunk. Well, uh, that's, it was just the warm-up. Oh, okay. Uh, an airline worker died after being, quote, ingested into the engine of a plane. Those engines do be hungry, dog. <laughs> as, a, as a past guest, Dave Janice says, the unfair port strikes again. Mm-hmm. Indeed. This is a perfect example of that. An airline ground crew worker in Montgomery, Alabama, died after being ingested into the engine of a plane, a parked plane on Saturday. And the airport grounded all flights for five hours after the incident. It occurred on New Year's Eve. Uh, Pete... Let's see. Uh, th- uh, the 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 victim was a 34 year old mother of three. Ooh, so gone too yeah. soon. Uh, no. Hmm? Let me ask you this. I'm sorry. You want to finish the article, or let's see. before I say something really stupid. Uh, president of a local uh, communication workers union raised a GoFundMe. They raised over seventy two thousand dollars for the family. You figure they just could have just gotten a shitload of tape and put her back together. No, but um, <laughs> let me ask you this: Like, have you ever been to an air show of any type? No, I wouldn't. I would not you know what it is, that. though, right? I sure do. Now, I'm from e- Delaware. I know what they are. Yeah. Have you ever seen like when like fighter planes and shit? They'll like um, decal or detail whatever like shark teeth on the front of it and stuff like that. Yeah. Now, jets like that. If you get sucked into the engine, should you have seen it coming? I mean, it's a vicious shark jet. I mean, I would you shouldn't get too close to shark jets. Now, if it was just a regular old like, like jet liner, you know, like a passenger jet. It was a commercial. Yeah, plane. that you know, it's unsuspecting. You know, it's tragic. But if you get near one of those jet planes that has like shark teeth on it, or something like that, you're like, yo, you should have known that was coming. It has teeth. Yeah, you can't even get close to those things. Yeah. They're too fucking loud. Yeah, but and it's a shark. Yeah, yeah, it has a huge fin on top. Exactly, of it. dude. I mean, would you get next to a quiet shark? No, you wouldn't. So why would you fucking get close to one? It's like... <laughs> whatever jet noises. The entire time. It's fucking jet noises, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, maybe it's just a real shark, you know, trying to play possum by convincing me it's a jet. And you're like, no, it's still a fucking shark, dude. You should be careful. <laughs> it's like, dude, getting too close to an airplane that has shark teeth on it is like, it's just stupid. It's like just assuming a dog that's wearing sunglasses isn't cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, you know, you're going to be convinced, like proven wrong. Cause only cool dogs wear sunglasses. That's the only one. So yeah. I, th- so if this lady was like, it was, it feels like a, a fighter jet with like shark teeth on it. This lady had it coming and she didn't deserve her three kids. But since you said it was a commercial airliner, it's very tragic. And, mm-hmm. uh, I've, what's her name? Courtney something. Courtney something, eh? Yep. Give me your name. Courtney Edwards. Courtney Edwards. So go to GoFundMe, look up Courtney Edwards, and donate to her three kids. Her mom was cut down by the devil that is the unfair port. Hashtag unfair port. Also, wait a minute. Stay away from any jet planes that have shark's teeth. Do you think... Uh Uh-oh. What do you got, dude? Is there a connection... Give it to me, dude. ...between Shark Plane (gasps) and Sharknado? Is there something there? 
I need to know. So, like, I need do you to think know. the plane's, like, doing, like, little loop-de-loops and, and shit like that, and all of a sudden it just whips up a Sharknado? <sighs> ingested. The word they used was ingested. Yeah, you don't say that with machinery. Like, you didn't get sucked into, like, a steel mill or whatever thing. Nah, man. You she got, got... You got mauled. She got eaten. She got aided it. <laughs> so, oh, <laughs> shit, dude. <laughs> Damn, what if Helen Hunt was just chasing jet planes that entire movie of Twister? It's like... And it, like, it was like, oh, there's a that, that Twister just brought up a cow. That's not really a cow. It's just a jet plane with black and white spots. Exactly. Dude, jet planes are fucking deceitful as fuck, dude. And you shouldn't trust them. So, something needs to be done about these. Like, everybody's like, yo, birds aren't real. I was like, have you seen have these, you- these sharks that fly through the sky? <laughs> There's sharks <laughs> flying through the sky in in war zones with missiles attached to them. And nobody's like saying, what the F to this? <laughs> this, this is a plague, dude. This is how it starts, dude. This is how this is how the sixth sun starts in the Mayan calendar and we all die. Classic fuck, dude. Government lie, just like the birds. The bur- they not only the birds. The Jets as well. The, what if the... Oh, dude. Just know that... Basically, it, just don't trust anything in the sky. Uh-uh. If you're getting... In, if, if if something is trying to get you in the sky, it's deceit. It's like that movie Nope, dude. You shouldn't trust clouds. Exactly. So, Jordan Peele's on to some shit, dude. He always has been. I, I guarantee you his next fucking movie is going to be about shark planes. And it's gonna be him or like some or that dude that's in all his movies. <laughs> He's gonna be at like an air show, right? Just fucking beating down a corn dog, just fucking enjoying his day. And all of his corner of his eyes, you see this sick fucking jet just parked out there, just chilling. He's like, "Yeah, I want to get closer to that jet, get a picture taken with it." And then he's, his eyes get to the nose of the plane, and he sees those gleaming incisors. And know what he says? Nope. nope. Exactly. Nope too. Nope, too. It's going to be a blockbuster. Almost as good as the blockbusters made by text message. Who they call the Wes Anderson of pornography. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Sharknados. Shark airplanes. Shark submarines. Tsunamis. Shark vehicles are causing all natural disasters. Now, if we could only find something to blame for earthquakes... Shark bulldozers. <laughs> shark, bulldozers with shark's teeth painted on their little bucket thing are causing all the fucking earthquakes. Submarines <sighs> down in the fucking bottom of the ocean going boom, boom, boom. With shark's teeth painted on their teeth. They're the ones causing tsunamis and killing all those lovely Japanese people. And no one's going to do anything about it except the band creep out. They're going to defend Japan against the submarine attacks. Mm-hmm. And I endorse them, dude. I stand I stand with creep out. I stand with almost any extreme uh, Japanese band yeah. at this point. Because if anybody's going to take down Shark Submarine, it's going to be those guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, they already know how to take down like Kaiju and shit like that. So what's <laughs> Thank a fucking, God. So what's a fucking Shark Sub going got against those guys? They know dragons, dude. They used to be like, yo, Dragon, go fuck up that submarine <laughs> with the with the chomp chomps on it. 
And the dragons just be like, you got it. And just go fucking handle it. What did you just do? A little snot rocket. Don't pay you had attention to turn to everything me. off to do that? I, I, I wanted to mute the microphone to oh, you fucking not subject baby. the listeners to it. Why? It's not like you shit yourself. Eh. Or did you? Is that all that's happening in the news today? No, I got a little. I got a little bit more. You got some boogers on your hands too. I bet. Mm, I'm gonna eat them. Wipe them on your jeans like a fucking man. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, did you know? Speaking yes. of boogers, if you pick a dry booger and you roll it and you flick it, they disappear. Never to be found again. That's not true. It is true. It's a, that's not true at all. Sure, it is. Next to my bed. I have a box fan because I'm one of those weirdos that has to sleep with a fan on him at all times, right? First thing I do when I wake up in the morning, if I got time to you know, fuck around, like, it's like 10 minutes before the alarm goes off, whatever, I will sit in bed and pick my nose and I'll roll that booger up. And you know what I do with it? Flick it. Right into that fucking box fan. And you know what I hear you 10 hit- seconds later is, tick, zit, and it just flies off somewhere else in my room and I giggle like a silly little boy I am. Yeah, but once it's somewhere else, it's never to be found again. It's because it biodegrades super quick. I see. It's like a skin cell. Dude. This is what I'm getting at. Now, see, I thought you're talking about like as soon as it leaves your nail, no. it just disappears into the ether. No, I mean I've seen, I've I've heard boogers that I've flicked. Unless, huh? Microscopic shark, shark jets <laughs> shark are flames. snatching your boogers out from midair, completely negating their trajectory to the box fan, and just like. <laughs> Just munching. So, like, you're sitting there flicking boogers. Like what? And you're thinking, you're hearing, like, the the booger hit the fan. What you're actually hearing is a nom, 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 nom of the shark jet. That's what I thought, yeah. Fuck. Dude, I'm, t- I'm telling you, I'm onto something with this shark thing. Damn. If it goes full circle, a mother of three might get sucked into my box fan. <laughs> R.I.P. Give her a GoFundMe. For real. Courtney Edwards, you're... Courtney Edwards. Rest in power. Rest in power more than Sonny Landham. <sighs> So there was a San Antonio police officer who had uh, multiple complaints filed against him. For boogers? No, for Uh, things like, you know, little little cop things. Oh, shooting black people. Assault. Oh, wife beating. What domestic violence, you know. Oh yeah. What uh, what finally got him fired from uh, his police precinct was giving a homeless man a shit filled sandwich. Mm-hmm. That's all Mm-mm-mm. I could do is shake my head in disappointment. Mm-mm-mm. The city the city manager said uh, he's unsure of how much online scrutiny the city conducted in addition to his background check. I know they do a background check, they said. I'm not sure how strong it is or if it applies <laughs> to his social media because he was, let's just say, questionable online. It would have had to be a steak roll. What? What steak roll? The shit sandwich. Um, but. Like two slices of Wonder Bread couldn't hold a turd. Oh, right. Maybe. It would have to be a baguette or a steak roll. I was thinking some kind of baguette or French, like yeah. a French uh, French bread, some kind of roll. It couldn't yeah. be like a two individually sliced anything. It would have to be something that's just sliced in the middle and opened. I mean, look at him. He's a piece of he's a piece of garbage. He's not he's Unless not, it was some little oh, with his little stupid grin. Yeah. And his baby's first mustache. Ugh. He's not a ciabatta guy. Oh, what a f- no, no, no chance. And it's probably not even a good turd. It's probably some little fucking rabbit pellet. Fucking loser. No, I thought that was fucking despicable, but Yeah, that's pretty. 
the uh, the. I search. don't even want to make jokes about. it. I'm just really kind of like, how did to feed somebody? And who's... also, like, you're a homeless. Not to like knock the homeless dude. What was happening to him was horrible. Don't get me wrong, but it's like you're a homeless dude. You shit in public on the ground all the time. You should be pretty much a shit smith and know a turd when you see it. I thought of it like this, though. So that means it's a. It was probably a steak roll, and he probably garnished that fucker. I'm talking tomatoes, fucking lettuce. Here's the thing, though. A homeless person is not going to exactly file a complaint. I think he might have had to get. He would have had to have gotten caught somehow. Oh, I'd say probably the, his partner, or whatever, ratted him out, or if they were reviewing the what's that that chest titty cam thing body yeah, yeah body you know what i'm talking about yeah but it's like because think about it even if a homeless guy just goes into a fucking police station like officer this guy gave me a shit sandwich you're like yeah whatever do you get out of here exactly shoo shoo yeah he would I, I feel like he must i wish there was more or, in this article even better if he gave the guy a shit sandwich guy realizes it is, it's a shit sandwich and stabs him with a hepatitis needle or just his dirty old fingernails Gives him hepatitis that way. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, all homeless people have hepatitis. Oh, a, uh, I almost forgot a search. Uh, uh, like in his background check, this is not his first poo poo incident. Ah, classic, classic poo poo guy. The search also y- yielded stories about separate incidents that actually led to his permanent removal from the the San Antonio Police Department. In that, in this case. Investigators found he left an unflushed, this is printed, an unflushed turd in the women's restroom at a police station and smeared brown gunk on the toilet seat after a female officer asked him or asked the staff to keep the area clean. So he's been Jesus a he's Christ. been a poo-poo rascal the whole time. Ugh. <laughs> but to subject a fucking poor homeless person to a shit sandwich? Yeah, like it's despicable. Subject women to shit all you want. I mean, they deserve it. It's funny. They're an inferior sex <laughs> anyway, right? But homeless, it's like, come on, dude, have a heart. Well, I mean, then again, if he probably beats his wife, so giving smearing shit all over her other women's toilet seats probably like kind of vanilla to him. I mean, this is a man who's never put the toilet seat down in his life. Oh, God. He probably shits with the toilet seat up just out of spite. He's probably those dude, the dude that pulled people over on tra- train tracks. He's probably just a fucking prankster. What a fucking D-bag. I think that makes, it makes me mad is that picture is the mustache. Mm-hmm. That is such a, like... It's like that one kid you, you knew in school that had... The first thing you had a mustache. That's what yeah. that dude has. <sighs> he reminds me... <laughs> he reminds me... Of a, of, a, of a certain person we we have tried to start a band with. <laughs> with his evil fucking grin and furrowed brow. I could definitely see the outlaw. I could definitely see the fucking outlaw. I will not name him any further than that. I could definitely see the outlaw serving people turd sandwiches. <laughs> I mean, I could see the outlaw serving us turd sandwiches. Yeah. And I would just be like, what can I say, outlaw? You fucking got me. Got me again. 
Also, I'm not homeless. I just look this way and smell this way. Yeah, that's just... God damn, dude. That's just... Eesh. Yeah. I mean, like, what could the fucking homeless dude possibly have done to provoke anything? Like, I've seen the homeless people do some pretty heinous shit. Yeah. But nothing that's really deserving of... No. I mean, look. Especially something like, that's a thought-out thing to do. Yeah. It's not like he's just like he was like there and he's farting through it at him. He was like, he had to go to the break room. He had to designate a piece of bread, whatever to, it was. He had to get the bread first. Yeah, he had to facilitate bread. Unless he had just picked up a delicious Subway sandwich, mm. scooped all the stuff out. Either way, this is premeditated. If it was this... Quiznos, he probably toasted it. Mm, R.I.P. Quiznos. <laughs> We love the subs. It's like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, dude. Yeah, I got nothing on that guy, dude. Sorry, that guy's just a piece of shit. Fuck him. Literally. But, hey, I, I am you in, are what you eat. I am interested in the logistics of what he did, though. And I also want to know, did like, the homeless guy bite into it? Or was he just like, look, man, I'm homeless, but I'm not fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. This is obviously a turd on a sub roll. Sir... My feet are wrapped in newspaper, but I am not an idiot. <laughs> and I will not take a bite out of this shit sandwich. What's that smell? Quiet. And this guy's is like, you eat the shit sandwich, you're getting locked up. And he's like, I would like to speak to your supervisor. <laughs> and that's what he did. And I just hope that's how justice was carried through. Yeah. But I, one could hope. That guy will probably still have a job a year from now. No, he was terminated. He was actually terminated oh. for that. That was the whole point. The, that was the whole point of the article. He was finally terminated because that was the last straw. See, if he had a shot an unarmed woman, he would have fucking kept his job. And, you know, had a pension. Hey, went, uh, you, some lessons you learn the hard way, I guess. Even racist hate doo doo. <laughs> Ugh, fucking cops. All right, last story. An online petition. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> There's an online petition. To change the name of the capital city of Pakistan. Do you know what it is? No. They want to change the name of Islamabad to Islamagood. Aww. <laughs> well, it all depends. What llama are we talking about? <laughs> and llama is never good because it's always spitting at people. It's very rude. It's a very rude animal. <laughs> The, the petition ah. the petition was started by a native of Bangladesh. In the description section for his petition on change.org, he wrote, Islam is good. Pakistan love Islam. Why Islam bad? I'm guessing on the accent there, so. That was very spot on. Don't, cr- don't thought, crucify me. I actually me. thought you were from there. I was like, what happened to Tom? Well, Islam bad. Uh, tra- uh, is it actually means city of Islam? It's a compound word consisting of two Urdu words, Islam and Abad. Yeah. Abad roughly tra- uh, translates to uh, location, right. so it essentially means city of Islam. There's a lot of cities out there that have the Abad at the end of it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, the what shocks me about this? You say this person was was Pakistani? Yes. It surprises me that that person is Pakistani and not a white woman. I know. That is some fucking dumb shit. Some house mom who's raising a kid named Chase would complain about. Mm-hmm. I don't see anybody in Islamabad. I can see the Facebook. I can see the Facebook graphic now. 
just like, what are you fucking stupid? Why? That's not <laughs> what that fucking means, dummy. It's like, like that's not how our language works or any language actually works. It's like Mm-mm. definitely not Jesus Urdu. Christ. Like, did you know Manhattan isn't actually a guy with a hat? You know, it's like, <laughs> fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> there was more about like, let's see, people like people trying to name or people wanted to rename the city of like in relate, like trying to relate this to people wanted to rename the city of Columbus because Christopher yeah. Columbus stinks was a, was a fucking hack. Hey, but you know what? Yeah. Ohio stinks too. Yeah. <laughs> so fuck him. If it was like Columbus, Maine, I'd say, yeah, change it. But it's Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> the the petitioner also said uh, he also had a, a a brand new name in mind. Ooh, Flavorland. <laughs> I think your boy might get mad at that one. Guy Fieri, <laughs> whatever the fuck you said, you piece of shit. Fieri. But, uh, you know I met him. How was it? Very uneventful. He didn't. He didn't make eye contact. Ugh. I was just like, yo, Guy Fieri, what's up, man? Because he was in Delaware. His show did uh, Mrs. Rubino's. I, see, I seen him on the wall. Yeah. And uh, a buddy of mine lived down the street. And uh, he's like, yo, Guy Fieri's at fucking Rubino's. You want to go heckle him with me? <laughs> I was like, no, because we're adults. But I will go yell some other random weird shit at him. <laughs> and just like, I wasn't like, I didn't have anything good, like cocked and ready to go. So I was like. Yo, Guy Fieri, what's up? Like, that's all I had. Like, you know, real zero moment for me. Like, way to come out swinging, dickhead. Yeah, stupid. And, uh, and so I was, like, about five feet from him. I was like, Guy Fieri, what's up, man? And he's just like, hey. And just got in his car with his little entourage of people and just fucked off. Was it a flame car? No, it was just an SUV. It wasn't even a fucking convertible? No, dude. Probably wasn't even Guy. Honestly, I was upset to the fact that he chose Rubino's. I'm like, yeah, it's been around for a hundred years, but it's like, it stinks. Stinks? Rubino's sucks, dude. Rubino's does not suck. Yes, it does. Rubino's sucks. I've been going there Wrong. since I was a little boy. It stinks. Eh, incorrect. Oh, fuck. I'll take SpaghettiOs over that place. Though, there's one positive thing I will give Rubino's. They used to serve, you, you get, I'd always get Virgin uh, Sh- um, Shirley Temples, because, you know, I liked sugar. And they put little... Sh- you passes. what? They put, I love sugar, dude. <laughs> they put little uh, swords in the cherries. Oh. And those swords fit in the hands of my G.I. Joe figures. Wow. So going to Rubino's was kind of sick for that. <laughs> yeah, sick yeah. sick auxiliary weapons for And then you. as soon as we would leave there, we would go to this place that was in Trolley Square called Temptations. It was like a, a, like a bougie ice cream shop. Mm. My mom would take us there. And I'm like, yeah, this place is dope as fuck. I get ice cream with gummy bears on it. That sounds sick. Tempting. <laughs> you wouldn't change the name of that place, would you? <laughs> it's out of business. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah Rubino's is, is it's no. You're a that's a goof. You that's probably a, liked Cafe Bellissimo. Nah. You're an Olive Garden boy, aren't you? No. I take Rubino's over a lot of stuff. Around here, that is. Ugh. When we're ta- we're ta- if we're talking strictly Wilmington, Delaware type shit. I would take Rubino's over a lot of Italian places, depending on what it was. I, if I just want a classic spaghetti and meatball, I'll go to Rubino's. Because you that get a, huh? We're kind of spoiled. In this area here, there's a lot of good Italian joints around here. The Dago's are pretty much fucking cornered Wilmington. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Like Any type of like Dago food you want, 
somebody within a 10 mile radius is going to make a good one for you. Yeah. Throw, throw pizza dough in the air. It'll land on a good Italian spot. It's not always all at the same spot though. Like if you want a good lasagna, you want to go to one place. You want a good pizza, you go to another place. Yeah. You want a good, you know, like veal parm, you go to this place and everything. I'm fine with that. I don't need yeah. a. I don't need an all around spot. Well, it's fine because it's all within ten miles of where both of us live. There is that too. So this this tiny area around here is yeah. useful for that. So if I live like a block away from Rabino's, I'd be stoked, you know. But I don't. So fuck it. There's I'll a be so- that guy. There's a solid place that we've gone to uh, down the oh. street from my dad's, that DeMeo's place. Yeah. All we had from there was pizza, but they have solid Italian Good, food. Good, because their pizza tastes like Seasons pizza. Mm. The pizza, eh, nothing to write home but, about. But it was in Smyrna, Delaware. You got to give it some fucking leeway. Diamond in the rough. You're not going to fucking find amazing pizza in, what is that, Kent County? Yep. Yeah, you're not going to find... Below the canal. Yeah. So Kent County has one thing. A prison and an Air Force base. Or that's two things. Fuck me. But <laughs> Good job, stupid. And better school system so you know how to count things. Fat idiot. Oh, God damn it. I hate myself. Uh, what else is going on? Is that all you got for news? That was it for the news. Jesus Christ. Uh, we got about an hour. You want to fucking get into homework now? or? I mean, what else you got? That's pretty much it. I wrote down a couple things. Just thoughts that I had. Well, fucking lamb on me, dude. Well. Oh, you seem vexed, Tom. I was, Are you vexed? Yeah. Are you vexed? Mm, allegedly. <laughs> you have a big dick. Would you like to star in films? <laughs> I'm starting a new fucking uh, venture. My name's Tex. Text <laughs> message. Nice to meet you, Tex. <laughs> nice shooting. Which, <laughs> you ever th- saw yourself in film? Mm-mm. Mm. Um, I was in the Wawa parking lot, as we are in as Delawareans, nice. and I heard somebody driving by in a truck with like okay. Pantera blasting really loud. Fuck it, yeah! And it just bummed me out a lot. It should. So I wrote that down. It made me really <laughs> upset, especially because it was a good seven. No, it was it was before seven o'clock in the morning. So I was like, really now? Well, you got also got to figure. The person that's bumping Pantera at 7 a.m. in the morning is probably high as fuck on Adderall, for one. Yep. Secondly, they just got fired from their job because they gave a shit sandwich to a homeless guy. (laughs) You know, and they got to get home when their wife wakes up at 8 so they can beat the shit out of her. (laughs) And send the kids to school. And send the kids to school. (laughs) So he's on a time constraint, so what gets you more hype than Far Beyond Driven? You know? But, yeah, I can't imagine a world where a sane non-cop, someone asks him, hey, do you like Pantera? And they're just like, yes. Ugh. That band gives me the shits. That band stinks. That I can agree with you on. Ugh. Let's see. Uh, you know what else sucks is being woken up out of a dead sleep at 1.30 in the morning by your dog violently barking at nothing outside. That's real good. Oh, my dog's constantly barking at nothing. Dude, so the other night, as he always does, I'm dead asleep because it's 1.30 a.m. And Elliot is at, at, the, at the, sliding, the sliding door barking at nothing outside. Do you have lights on in, your, in the room he's in? No. Because my dogs constantly bark at their own reflections. Because you know when it's dark out and you have lights on your house, you can't really see out. 
Mm -hmm. you can see your reflection. My dogs will bark at that constantly. No, thank. I think he's not that stupid, but he's he barks at shadows outside. And sometimes I'll go as far as to put his collar on him and let him go run out, and he'll run all over hell and creation outside and he doesn't come back for a while so i'm left standing there in the cold just waiting it's because he heard guy fieri was at rubino's <laughs> he wanted to go see for himself like, and fieri what's up he wanted to go see him for himself and all right I gotta go back to my house him, now <laughs> bite him on the balls or something what'd you think of the plastic swords and the cherries in the fucking bird shirley temple all right i gotta go dude <laughs> 10 out of 10 <laughs> 10 out of 10 shirley temple 10 out of 10 would give to my G.I. Joes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Elliot do be having some G.I. Joes. He he, he does. And I, I luck out. Uh, my boys sleep through the night mostly. Thank God. They, when they, they do get up early as fuck though. <laughs> like no matter what your schedule is, they have the same sleep schedule every day. That sucks. Like, say like a, you know I have work the next day. They'll still start heading upstairs at like 7.30 at night. And you're just like, fuck. And you know, I, you can sit there and try to read or look at your phone or something and they're just like, nah. And they'll start pawing at the book. They'll paw at the phone. Ugh. And then... Like cats? Yeah. Ew. They're assholes like that. And then, like 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, all of a sudden, like, like Zeke will just fucking like headbutt me. Just like... Like, dude, Alphonse does that shit in the morning. When yeah. uh, as soon as my alarm goes off, he's up in my bed, headbutting my phone. And I'm like, bro, I'm still trying to fucking shake the cobwebs off. I just opened my eyes, and he's like, man, probably because you fucking disturbing his sleep. Now, Fuck him. the cat, stupid for cat. fuck's sakes, that dude's a fucking wild man. <laughs> he's up all night. You can hear him all night just. And just hauling ass. He does haul ass across the floor upstairs. He has a water bowl upstairs because I have water bowls from upstairs and ones from downstairs. Yeah. And he constantly pushes it across the bathroom tile. Oh, so it's just like, but I think it's crazy is he can do all that and get it over like fucking like ledges from like the bathroom to the, the hallway outside. Yeah. You get it over that. Without spilling a drop. Does your cat knock, like, full-on knock it over, though? No. Al tries to do that. Al will try his hardest to do that. In fact, we had to get, like, a a water bowl that can't be flipped over. Uh, One of those ones with, like, the grip on the bottom? Yes. And we put two full-ass gallons of water next to it just for weight, and he still tries to flip that shit over. Now, you can't keep anything out such as, like, uh pill bottles, uh, candles, any kind of glass. You can't have anything on a counter in in the house. No, because cats, so are, ca- cats are suddenly like, fuck that thing. Yeah. It should be on the floor. Like I don't blame them because, you know, fuck pill bottles, right? Yeah. Why are they or- <laughs> all orange and shit? Fuck out of here, dude. Big pharma, my ass. Yeah. <laughs> He's like... Like your yeah, your cats are just like yo fuck the Sackler brothers and just whack there goes your <laughs> there goes your clonopin across the kitchen floor, you know. It's like I don't like that fucking glass. It's not part of a matching set. Just smacks it off into the sink. You're like, all right, man. Like whatever you fucking say, dude. Thank God for those child safe lids and they don't <laughs> spill everywhere. Oh God damn it! If we knocked over like my bottle of clonopin and then the next morning I just wake up to a cat high as fuck <laughs> on. Fuck. Cl- all clonied up, dude. Holy shit. Honestly, it'd probably be for the best. He'd be chill. 
It would be funny. <laughs> it would. He'd probably die, but... Yeah. His last fucking couple minutes would be fucking chill as fuck. Yeah, his last hurrah. <laughs> it's like, how'd your cat die? I don't want to well, say, but he went out fucking vibing. <laughs> <laughs> he was just fucking vibing. He was wavy as shit. He was just vibing. I was just like, yo, what's up with you, man? You don't look so good. And he's like, ah. Just fucking reading a magazine, smoking a cigarette. Dude, next thing you know, you got to lay him flat on the floor and uh, and shoot him in the chest with an adrenaline needle. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Shit. Starts hanging out with the wrong crowds. Just Then just ends up living on the streets. Next thing you know, there's a fucking cop handing him a hoagie roll with a third on it. <laughs> and it's like, how low can a cat get, dude? It's fucking real shit out there, man. Life is hard, dude. Especially for kitties. Mm-hmm. The last thing I had written down was that Joe List did have two specials come out in 2022. But. Is but. It, uh, one of them was that YouTube special, This Year's Material. Yeah. And the other one was a 2015 Comedy Central special that they re-released oh. on their YouTube called Being Attacked by Panic. It was yeah. good, also. Just most of the shit is throwing that out there. Awesome. It was, it was, yeah. it was pretty fucking. He just good. wanted to prove me wrong, is what you're saying. The, he did have two specials come out last year. That's why yeah. I was confused. Yeah, yeah. He only, he only put out one, so I was still wrong. Mm. But that's why I was confused. But you, it was on your mind that much that you had to go look up the release dates of his specials. Well, when I was scrolling through doing our own homework, I was like, oh, there's that one I was thinking of, and I wrote oh. it down. And speaking of our homework. Oh, we getting into it? Let's get into it. Because we had a lot. We fucking did, dude. Um, I'm, I, a, I'm personally a fan of this homework shit, though. Yeah. It, it gives you new shit. Yeah. And uh, so it doesn't always hit, but sometimes, sometimes it does. you find some shit you never would have found other ways. And that's why I, we suggested this bit from mm-hmm. the jump. Um, look, should we do Phil's? Well, Phil, last week we had Phil from the band Ground. Check out their album, Habitual Self-Abuse, out now. Oh, yeah. On Hibernation Records. That thrilling episode we had last week. With our (laughs) fucking hilarious guest. (laughs) I don't think Phil's ever had a conversation with a human being before. (laughs) I love the boy. He's a cut I even overlooked the fact that he's Italian, but I thought he was asleep. But, um... I did enjoy him, though. I like Phil quite a bit. he's a sweet boy. Um... Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? I'll start. All right. And we can we can bounce it back and forth, if you will. So Phil assigned us, or I, I, he tried to assign us one on, like, one and one. Yeah, but we both did them, right? We took them both. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to start both. with rank and file. Sundown. Exactly. I gave this a 1.5 out of 10. I don't think I'm going to invite Phil back. <laughs> <laughs> what did he All call right. it? Cowpunk? Now look. Cowpunk is uh, is a genre I don't like because I don't like country music at all. But I was like, okay, cowpunk. I do like some. I do like the band Mud Honey, which is another yeah, somewhat cowpunk band. Me too. Band. So, yeah. And and he was like, yo, it's kind of like Meat Puppets. I was like, I like a couple. I like a, a couple Meat Puppets songs. You know, they're not my favorite, but you know, they have some good jams. So I made it a song and a half, and I was like, I see the cow, but I don't see the punk. I was like, this is just a country rock record. Yeah. I was kind of, like, I would get, like, a minute in. Like, I know other people that would like it, but neither of those people are in this room. And I, I though, I gave it a 
three out of ten because I was having this sick turkey club while I was eating it. <laughs> it was really good. Shout out to Pachetti's Deli on Kirkland Highway. And it was like this, oh, dude, it was a fucking. They got a solid Reuben, too. It was an onion roll. Solid Reuben. Onion roll, boar's head turkey. Uh-huh. Tell oh, me. No, no, it's not boar's head. They used Deetson Watson. Keep going. Bacon. Yeah. Uh, pepper jack. I, got, I get pepper jack instead of cheddar. Uh-huh. And yeah. a nice brown mustard. Yeah. Lettuce and tomato. Oh, oh dude. I'm just filled up. So. I said it sounds a lot like Brit kids cosplaying as cowboys. Huh, yeah, I, I see that. I said it was. it's okay. It wasn't offensive in my ears until it kicked into double time that... Yeah. And I was like, this has to stop. <laughs> Sandwich aside, it's definitely a 0 out of 10. Luckily... Um, <laughs> one thing that shocked me about it was that it was released by Slash Records. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's a label that... It's one of the labels I grew up with. And like it gave me like a bunch of bands I really enjoy were on Slash Records. Like Faith No More was a Slash Records band. Yeah, Did, I'm like, didn't he call it one of his favorites of the label? Yeah, something like that. I mean, everything's got an audience. I mean, I'm not gonna knock the guy because he likes this shit is different for me. But yeah, that record stunk. I said I'd probably never listen to this again. That song "Lucky Day" put me to sleep. And the last song, I Don't Go Out Much, was so hokey, I almost skipped it entirely. You got to the last song? Yeah, because I was skipping. Okay. Like, one minute at a time, I was like, eh. They, eh. Look, the thing that first knocked me off of it was they have this, was, country music does this songs where they have, like, the title is, like, a girl's name. Yeah. And, like, the first song was something like Dear Audrey or some shit like that. Something like that. And I was just like, nope. <laughs> and then, like, it started playing, I was like... Yep, reinforce that nope. Uh, that's just, no. No, no. 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 Now, the other record uh-huh. you recommended. Stabbing? Yes. Extirpated Mortal Process. I gave it a 9 out of 10. I agree with that, and second to that, it's definitely 9 out of 10. The uh, first thing I wrote down, vocals, vocals, vocals. Yeah. That fucking vocalist is sick. Yeah. My bu- my buddy Devin, uh, ranked like his favorite singers like for some publication, and he posted uh, she was one of them. Yeah, and I was also shocked to learn that that was a girl. I knew that beforehand, but I knew that before I heard the band, and then when I actually listened to the band, I was like, okay, I was like, All holy right. shit! And then yeah. I I I like. I found out who she was, and I was like, oh, she's also an extremely talented tattoo artist, too. Okay, so that's I didn't know cool. all that. I said, how about that breakdown in the first song? Dude, I don't know if you got the vibes from it, too. Like, it's not exactly the same thing, but it's the same amount of, like, oh, shit, this is great excitement I got the first time I heard the first Skinless record. Mm-hmm. I could see that. It is just, like, it was because that was, like, the one of the first death metal albums I, abs- like, straight up death metal bands mm-hmm. I ever fell in love with. Like, cause I was always like a casual before that. Yeah. And I was just like, this Yo. is fuck. And I listened to it three times on the first sit down, uh, the stabbing record. I listened to it twice in a row. Yeah. It was fun. It's really fucking good. And then I said, how about that breakdown in the third song? <laughs> a couple of times we've talked about the polished thing. Yeah. The record is produced just to the right amount. Pro, but not overly polished. Yeah, not the, to where they neuter it. The yeah. drums even sound real slash realistic. It yeah. sounds like shit I could actually play if yeah. I tried real hard. Not like, as opposed to a computer. 
let's see, Slash Throat Awakening, Breakdown, the, I think it was the last song, there was like a, um, a displaced mega bell over the double bass, and I just What's thought, a mega bell? It's a, it's a ride with a bell that's fucking huge, and it sounds like Kong, Kong, okay. instead of a ting, ting. So the double yeah. bass was going, but he, but the bell was going, ting, 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 and I was like, that's fucking cool. Yeah, it, I fucking... Perfectly balanced. One thing that, this is not a knock, but it's not their fault or anything like that, is that type of metal bands is with just the word salad fucking song titles. It's like, you don't need to have 97 syllables in a song title. Yeah. It's like, we get it. You've probably cut up people, fuck them, eat them. <laughs> We're and I'm stabbed them, <laughs> and I'm there for it. I'm with you. I'm a fan. I'm all about it. It's like, but can you just be like, maybe just do one thirty-seven point Scrabble word and not like three <laughs> per title? Extirpated. Like, I still have no idea what the fuck extirpated means. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> but that record, that's that was fucking great record if i had known about that before i made my you know best of 2022 that probably would have made the cut no less than an honorable mention yeah, definitely that shit was fucking awesome i said it was it's perfectly balanced not front loaded not back loaded flows just right yeah perfect length yeah i said they're fans of the bait and switch breakdown like yeah. you think the song's over and then they throw an unexpected not gratuitously heavy yeah. over the top breakdown but they throw one in the end there and i was like Oh, yeah. And they're not really cookie-cutter breakdowns either. No, they're legit good yeah. as fuck. So, yeah, that was that made up for him suggesting the rank-and-file record. Yeah, has entered my rotation. Yeah, and him being a sleepy-beepy one, he was <laughs> sitting with us. Ding, we ding, love you, ding. Phil. You yeah. one-eyebrow freak. Phil. Phil. But uh, now, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I'll go first only in that I didn't do the extra credit. I did not find the Judgment Night soundtrack. You couldn't find that? I didn't look. Fair enough. It was only <laughs> extra credit anyway. Not a big fucking deal. I'd like to look into it anyway. It sound, the sound, the mashup concept sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, so. they and someone tried to re, they tried to recreate that shit a couple years after that. I believe it was the Spawn soundtrack. It was a similar thing, but instead of rap, it was metal and techno artists. Mm. I remember one was like. Mm. Uh, it was like Slayer and like Atari Teenage Riot and like Metallica and something like that. And it stunk. Yeah. But yeah, the Judgment Night soundtrack is pretty cool. But I think someone listening to it now might find most of it pretty dated anyway. Mm-hmm. But if you want to do it, do it. But it wasn't like the main thing. Um, Why don't you go? Superstition. I fucking forget the name of the album I've written down. It's in one of these pages. It's long. I almost remember it. <laughs> Fuck me. I'm taking up time. Son of a bitch. It's a 2021 release, I believe. 2019. 20, oh. Yeah. It's, it's practically old. Anatomy of Unholy Transformation. See? Long. That's the one. You could have just done, like, Unholy Transformation. You didn't have to add an extra word. Yeah. I don't. Maybe I don't give a shit about what the anatomy is. It's of it. good. It. Here's the thing, like I like Twenty Bucks Spin as a label, but a lot of their bands are beginning to sound very similar to each other, and mm. it definitely has that 
20 buck spin feel to it. Well, that's how you can pick out, like, we can do things like suggest bands to each other. Yeah. And be like, oh, it's it's a 20 buck spin band. We'd be like, okay, I know what that means. That What that means for me when someone says that is like, it may not blow my fucking skirt up over my head, but I will at least be entertained. Well, yeah. I, won't, I won't regret my time with it. Yeah. Now, this record, it was good. I enjoyed it, but I wasn't really blown away by it. Fair. I mean, I it's, mean, it's good, like, just kind of like classic style death metal. Yeah, it's definitely solid, if nothing else. Um, The fucking, like, the echo on the vocals, I'm getting kind of tired of that. Hmm. But it, it was good. It was a good record. Um, Yeah, I just... Does it have staying power? Is it good enough to listen to again? Now, I, if I find... It's still on my iPod. Yes, I still use an iPod. I'm old. I will listen to it again. Like, if it's like, oh, I'll just listen to that. I'll check it. It'll stay in rotation, but it'll probably be like after I'm tired of like the other three things I'm constantly listening to. <laughs> but I, I I will still give it a solid seven, seven and a half, because it is a good record, but it's just, it doesn't really stick out much. But it was still good enough that like, someone's like, I need something new to listen to. Oh, check out that Superstition record. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. It'll, it'll, it'll wet your whistle for thirty fucking minutes. If you're a fan of death yeah. metal, you'll yeah. like it. Yeah, you'll like it. If nothing else, you'll like it. You won't be running down the streets screaming to the top of your lungs how great it is to everybody. But it's a good record. Yeah, it's a good record. Let me. Can I tell you how I discovered them? You sure again. So I went and saw Two Mold at Kung Fu Necktie. Yeah. And I wish I heard that fart. I wish I didn't feel it. <laughs> I, saw, uh, I went and saw Two Mold, and they were direct support for them on the tour. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know them from anybody. I just went in cold. I love that though. And yeah, and I was like, wow, that band was fucking great live. And the guitar player sing- is the singer. Now, if they were on a show that I was at, I would definitely make a point to watch him. And if like someone's like, hey, do you want to go see Superstition? They're playing like, I don't know, Baltimore or Philly or even fucking New York. Whatever. I'd be like, yeah, why not? You I'll know? definitely see them again. Because yeah. some bands. Sometimes the the record doesn't capture their live energy. I would say that the live yeah. show was fucking. The live show was what made me like. I'm gonna look. I bought I bought a shirt immediately, and then I was like, I'm listening to that record regularly. Yeah. So, but, and then I saw Two Mold, so I was like, yeah. I was like, holy fucking shit. Yeah, I mean, you know the yes, dr- yes, did you know that band? The drummer is the singer. Yeah. That's fucking that's bananas the, that's to the me. Phil Collins shit, bro. Dude. <laughs> Fuck those people. <laughs> you can't be that good at two I, things. It's like, drummers, singers, I always blew my mind. Like, it made sense to me, like, like I just brought Phil Collins. In his band, he was the drummer and the singer. It was a um, Genesis. But if you listen to the drumming on a Genesis record, you're like, oh yeah, that dude could definitely sing while playing that whack yeah, it's fucking beat. groove. Now, if somebody comes out with, like, Steady, like non-triggered double bass, blasting, and all that, and then fills and yeah, fills hands just fucking blurring across the set, and still manages to fucking a keep a mic in front of them, and like get the words out. Yeah, that's impressive to me. That's next level shit. For yeah, sure. yeah. Now well, what what was your next home? That that does bum me out though. Is I think I like an Elias setting. I like a front man yeah. or woman but and that's and like if it's a guy playing guitar and singing cool if someone's playing bass singing cool 
But I've seen bands where the drummer is the singer, and for some reason, it takes away from the live setting for me. I don't know why that is or why that would be. Probably because half the time I'm like, I can't see this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. They are way back there. Where like usually on a riser too. Like a guitar player and a bass player, they are still up front, quote unquote front woman man fronting. Yeah, so you're still up front, whereas the drummer like you're backing. Someone's <laughs> back there. Like holy shit. Yeah. I thought you were a laptop, but uh, <laughs> I've seen that too, by the way. Yeah, but, same. Uh, I've seen Fulci. Um, <laughs> Fulci's fucking sick, though. I've seen quite a few bands with a fuck. There was like one person in a laptop, and Mortu- I, I don't hate it anymore. Godflesh, Mortician. Oh, the first time I saw it was this really shitty band from the early aughts called Sex Positions. Mm, nice. A, a Death Wish band. They were fucking awful. But yeah, I saw Godflesh at Death Fest one year. And it was just two guys in a drum machine, and they had like a whole like thing screen behind them showing like movie clips and shit. But uh, anywho, that doesn't matter. Uh, speaking of movies, though, you you threw me for a fucking loop with the next thing you gave me, which was mm-hmm. weird. The Al Yankovic story, because the way you describe you describe it as a biopic, and so what I figured it was like when I think biopic, I think dramatized versions of a documentary. Uh-huh. Where like the information's accurate yeah. and uh, it's just dramatized, you know, like something like that jerk off movie, uh, the Freddie Mercury one. Uh, That's one of my mom's favorite movies that movie of all time. Fucking stinks, Janice. I love you, but that movie fucking blows. There was a time when she would watch that movie twice or three times a week. Now, if it was shirtless Rami Malek without those teeth, <laughs> I'd be fucking baiting to that thing constantly. You can watch Poppy on if you want that. I don't even know what the fuck that is. It's a movie no. about prison that he's in. It's good. Oh, it's about prison. Does that mean there's yeah. some cheeks in there? Getting clapped out? Uh, Charlie oh. Hunnam. Oh! No, fuck Charlie Hunnam. <laughs> no, why? Because he's Cause a... Sons, of, <laughs> Sons of Anarchy made white people that much more obnoxious <laughs> while it was on the air. So fuck Charlie fucking Hunnam. asshole. <laughs> I'm sure he's a great dude, but fuck him anyway. He's a fucking uh, 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 an over there guy yeah. talking like an American. He's Australian that annoys, or shit. That annoys the piss out of me. And this actually ties into the movie that you signed me. Oh, yeah, Daniel Radcliffe. It annoys the piss out of me <laughs> how well British actors can nail American accents. Not only Amer- nail an American accent, but also make it location-specific and nail it. Mm-hmm. And then you see our fucking dumb fucks that we just sent over. <laughs> you ever want a fucking good laugh? There's a movie that came out years ago called Blood Diamond. Oh, man. With, uh, 2006. With, with Leonardo Leo. DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. Listen to him fumble his way through a South African accent. Fuck. <clears throat> what a piece like, of shit. And you're, he's one of our best and brightest. Uh, you'd, yeah. Yeah. Yet, I watched a Saturday Night Live with James McAvoy where he fucking completely nailed the Philadelphia accent. Like, he sounded like goddamn Jordan Burke, for Christ's sakes. That's funny. And it was just, fuck, I'm like, and I got mad. I was like, these fucking... <laughs> He's appropriating, you These fucking <laughs> Brits are fucking just nailing our, not only, like, the American accent, but region-specific American accents. And we, and our best and brightest, our pits and our fucking DiCaprios are just like, oh, be good, blimey. me. like, fuck off, dude. God anyway, damn it. So... Back, to, back on track, um, you assigned me weird, the Al Yankovic story. So, the way you described it to me, I was expecting a biopic like 
um, Bohemian Rhapsody or uh, uh, what's the other John one? Rocket Man or whatever. I was like, okay, I expect something like that. Dramatized. But, but obviously yeah. silly because it is about Weird Al and he's a silly fucking dude. And so, like, the first 20 minutes of the movie, I was just like... You think it's going that way, I'm don't like, you? No, I was like, that's what I was in the mindset for. And I was just like, the fuck did Tom give me, dude? It's like, <laughs> what? Like, But once I wrapped my head around it is when there's a part where Al himself shows up as a... He's a record as exec. a character. Yeah. And I'm like... Oh, this is just one big goof. And then once I figured out, like, it took me, like, a good 20 minutes, which is way too fucking long for any <laughs> rational person. To, like, I was This is a weird owl we're talking yeah. about here. And once, like, I got into, like, what it really was happening there, I fucking was, like, it was a complete about face for me. I fucking fell in love with it. Like, first off, when he just starts... My favorite running gag of the whole thing is that his dad worked in a factory and no one knows what the factory made. The factory! Yeah. <laughs> but when I fucking... And like, and his roommates were fucking great. His like, band? Yeah, they were like, I didn't even know you guys played. And all three of them played like their exact instrument. <laughs> yeah, you're just like... But when Madonna came in, and that part, and uh, when he... Like the running gag was that he wrote Eat It... Before Michael Jackson came out with "Beat It," uh huh, and then everybody's like, "Everybody's like, I loved your parody of that Michael Jackson song," and just how angry he would get about it. <laughs> like that was funny, but just like the whole thing of like Madonna being a succubus, yes, and like his like relationship with her, just it was just fucking hysterical. And that movie also had one of the greatest endings of a comedy movie I had ever fucking seen. He's just up there on a stage accepting like this achievement award never, and he just starts pissing his pants. And then there's a dude in the crowd with like oh oh shit spoiler alert there's a dude in the crowd with a machine gun who just stands up and assassinates Weird Al, and it just closes the movie and says Weird Al was assassinated at the blah 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 awards in 1985. And- I was just like, when it ended like that, I was just like, this is fucking brilliant. I love this to death. And then that I saw, when the, I, I didn't know, like, I went in cold. Then when the credits started rolling, it was like written by Al Yankovic. I was like, oh, yes, okay. exactly. Okay, I got you. He did, yeah, he did the whole thing. Yeah, but the way you had it hyped up for me, I was expecting like a legit biopic or biopic, however you want to say the word. That's exactly why I yeah. undersold it. Like, I wanted it to like hit you. Like the fucking stupid Elvis movie that came out and all that horse shit. Blow me. But I was just like, once I finally got my head around what I was actually watching, I was an instant fan. And like the. For some reason, comedy movies aren't something I, I I really watch a lot anymore. Well, guess what? They don't fucking make them anymore. Yeah, but that was fucking hysterical. Yeah, it's that, the funniest movie I've seen in a long one time. One of my favorite things ever is when he's at that party and uh, Sue's out with those, the, the bassist from The Doors is like, do you want to come open for us from Live Aid? And he's <laughs> yeah. like, hard pass! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was fucking hysterical. And They're Conan like, O'Brien is Andy Warhol. I was like, yeah, it was it was pretty there's fucking. So many. It was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. I would give that movie an eight out of ten. Um, 
yeah, just go into it knowing it's complete and utter absurdity and silliness. Classic weird out. Don't prepare yourself for, like, facts or any of that shit or, like, actually learning something new about Weird Al. You're just going to learn what you always knew about him, that the dude's batshit. It's fun only. Yeah. Like, it's... That movie was actually funnier than his records and shit. Like, his records, all those jokes, they're all dated. Yeah. You know what I mean? But after watching that, I'm like, dude, Weird Al should make more fucking movies. If he's... Yo, if he finds himself in, like, dude making a like making movies now yo I'm in dude I'm F- the motherfuckers clearly got the comedy thing <laughs> down also I fucking love Harry Potter dude I've I've only seen the one movie The Prisoner of Afghanistan <laughs> yes I know I'm saying it wrong but I love fucking Harry Potter he's one of the best child stars that oh, got um, old ever Uzbekistan yeah, Uzbekistan, exactly. <laughs> Islamabad. But, um. Islamabad, good. Because, <laughs> you know, a llama, they spit their root out. Anyway, but I love that, like, a lot of child stars try to pivot to become, like, you know, take me seriously now. You know, I only do serious films now. Or they. Where he's just like. Well, the stuff I've seen him in lately has been the weirdest shit ever. I'm like. This kid's cool. Mm-hmm. This kid's like, yeah, I could probably go for some serious like drama or some serious award-winning movie by this ace director. It's like, no, I'm going to do a Weird Al movie and some horror movie where I grow horns. You're like, all right, Harry Potter, you're a fucking cool dude. Think about what an honor it would be to be cast as Weird Al, though, in his his biopic. Yeah. You, and, are you, like, who wouldn't be like, it, yes, sign me up now, please. And also look at Weird Al's like, Yo, some, like, one of the biggest child stars of your generation, my generation, has just agreed to play you in your biopic that you made by yourself on a obviously low budget. We got, we got the, yeah. we got the green light from yeah. Radcliffe. Like, he, yo, Harry Potter's probably the coolest child star since that fucking Frodo kid. Uh, Elijah Wood. Yeah. Those are like, those, those are like the goats of fucking child actors that I, got older. Honestly, yeah, he's like the one for me. Yeah. Dude, so Harry Potter, I'm sorry I never watched any of your movies but the one, but, you know, you're my fucking dude from playing Weird Al. I'm glad the Weird Al movie went over well. Though. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, in case you didn't listen to the last episode when I recommended it, it's free on the Roku app. If so, if you have a Roku device, it's, yeah. Apparently, it's Roku there. has movies and shit TV on it. I I didn't know I that. I just thought it was a thing. I plugged it into the back of my TV and it gave me shit. Exactly. It's free, yeah. so watch it. It's hilarious yeah. as fuck. I actually recommended it to my boss like the next day because nice. he likes really dumb, dumb comedy. I was like, then this is hey, right up his alley. Up your alley, dude. Now my homework was two records, and I'll start with Helms Ali because I just listened to it. Uh. Like within Bless the last me. couple days. Right. Bless you. Which uh, album they give you? Weatherhead? Weatherhead. Yes. Um, when the music started, I was like, hmm, what's about to happen? Because it's kind of dark. Mm-hmm. And then the singing kicked in, and I was like, this. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. Yeah. I smiled, and I said, yeah. this is very good. Yeah. And and then um, a couple songs later, I, th- I guess there's like a guy singer too yeah or maybe a guitar player or something who does background vocals yeah and i was like his voice is okay but 
I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a guy plays guitar and sings, and the there's two girls in the band that sing. Yeah. One's the bassist, one's the drummer, and they all three of them share, but it's mainly the bassist. That makes sense. But, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I didn't get to listen to it as much as I'd like to. I didn't get to write down a lot. In fact, I had I had it <laughs> I had it handwritten because yeah. I was doing it at work. But I liked I enjoyed yeah. it quite a bit, and I'll try it again. I gave it a seven. As long as you get to track four, track four is my favorite. Music, uh, music box, it's crazy. Music box. I I forgot to write the yeah. name. I love that song yeah, and the it. first one. That's my favorite one. Yeah, the first one's great too. And if you find yourself on YouTube and have like three minutes to spare, there's a music video for the song. I think it's called like 418 or something like that. It's like the third track, maybe. Numbers. But it is a perfect represent. It's a it's a goof on Beavis and Butthead. It's them all like drawn as Beavis and Butthead characters doing like the Beavis and Butthead dances and shit. And it's interspersed <laughs> with them like reenact actually like live action reenacting scenes from like. 80s and 90s music videos and shit. It's 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 a great music video. <laughs> like it's them like doing like the when Beavis Buddy used to stage dive off their couch and shit. It's like <laughs> them doing that and it's fucking hysterical. I want to watch that. It is. It's pretty great. Seven out of ten. Solid. Yeah. Nice. Solid. There are other materials also very good, but that was the one I had been listening to at that point in time. I was like, I would recommend this one. Now my other assignment was uh, a demo. By the band Caustic Wound. Yeah. Grinding Terror. Yeah. Is what it's called. Now, I was familiar with the band because, like you said, their other album artwork is also white with black. Yeah. So I had them, I did have them too confused. The record I had heard before, I didn't love that much. Uh, was it Death Posture? That one. Yeah. Because it, it came into my, my daily mixes a lot. Yeah. And it would kind of throw off my flow because I wasn't enjoying it. Yeah. I liked the demo way more. Me too. That's why I gave you the demo instead of the full length. The full length I would have passed on because I've heard it yeah. before too. But I had to search. I had the only way to listen to it is on YouTube, I think. Yeah. And not to be like, I wrote it down, not to be one of those people, but I prefer the demo to the full length that I heard on Spotify more than a couple times. Yeah. The songs are great. I love the demo level production. Yeah. And if it was available on more stuff, I would listen to it regularly. I think it might be on Bandcamp too. But that's also still not as something good as like Spotify or whatever like that. Yeah, but. because all like 90% of my other music that I listen to lives on Spotify. Oh, yeah. So it's the obviously the naturally well, easiest I, thing. I would recommend full length just because you know a there's more songs to listen to and yeah that demo was fucking that. good but though. that that is like one of the glaring things where like the demo just smokes the full length yeah definitely seven and a half out of ten yeah it was pretty good mm-hmm. it's pretty fucking great I, that first song is just such a ripper dude like the end of it is like fucking makes me want to like fucking serve shit sandwiches to homeless people but uh um, i hope this leaves your lexicon after this episode oh god i'll probably forget it you know i'm not thank god i'm not very smart it's such a horrific thing i don't know why it's sticking with me as much because it's it's ghastly yeah. chicken bugger i mean dad hasn't left oh i'm not don't get me started on chicken burger don't clayton would never in a million years serve yeah. anything but quality exactly okay? that's true Shout out to at Clayton's World on Instagram. That's fucking right. It's the best follow ever. Australians are kings of entertainment. We're 
I mark my fucking words. We get a sponsorship on this podcast. I'm spending money on one thing and one thing only. A trip to Australia to hang out with Clayton and eat a chicken burger? Fucking right. Dude. I want him to take me to all his favorite chicken burger spots. Hey, we're, get, we're getting a fucking... We're getting off track, dude. Now, I've been fucking up lately. I haven't been bringing comedy to the table. Because, you know, I've just been on a dry spell. Mm-hmm. I think I've been listening to so much of it that I kind of had to, you know, step aside from it. You know, I've been... Worrying, I've been just listening to more music and reading more books and shit. So, (laughs) but uh, so this week I did bring a record for you to listen to, Mm -hmm. but I also I brought you two comedy specials. Ooh, and and they're brand spanking new, both of them. I hope one of them is not what I think it is. It probably is. Hmm. It came out within like the last day or two. Seen it, cheeseburger. Yes, Andrew Santino cheeseburger. Seen it. All right. Well, next episode we're gonna fucking talk about it. That's fucking we're gonna give it. We we'll give it the breakdown that we gave Ari Shafir's Jew. Yeah. To, but in the meantime, everybody should go on Netflix. I know you all have it. Andrew Santino Cheeseburger. Honestly, one of the best titles. Yes. Like, some people just have the most douchey titles to their fucking specials ever. But just I saw like I didn't know what it was gonna be called, and it just popped up. I saw him on YKWD, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, I'll get my specials out. And I was like, all right. So went and go look at Netflix, and I was like, fucking cheeseburger? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm in. Let's let's talk about it next episode. Yeah. I'm excited to talk but about that at length. This other special I, I bringeth you mm-hmm. is by a British comedian named Adam Rowe. His name's familiar to me. Uh, he did an episode of Flagrant, but he's mostly... Uh, just a UK guy. He's been to the States, but not on a regular basis. He's still somewhat new. Um, he also is one of the hosts of the Have a Word podcast, which is pretty decent. Is that R-O-E? R-O-W-E. Huh. And the name of the special is Imperious. I-M-P-E-R-I-O-U-S. Oh, and I almost got it right. And it's on YouTube. And now, you will have to... Accustom yourself to his very thick Liverpool accent. Eh, whatever. And some of the, the British slang that threw me off a little bit. But it's a great fucking special. I mean, I listen to Ricky Gervais. How bad could it be? Ricky Gervais is way more clear than Adam Rowe. All right. Um, but yeah. Hey, what a picky fucking and, blinders. Uh, and after hearing it, like, I've trying to been doing like... Uh, I started following him and his podcast on uh, Instagram... And I'm trying to like kind of deep dive into seeing what else is going on in the UK that I don't know. Because look, UK when it comes to UK comedy, I don't really know much. Mm-hmm. I know Ricky Gervais, I know Jimmy Carr, I know Daniel Sloss, and now I know this guy. So I'm like, there's got to be other fucking just heaters over there. The good ones keep moving over here. Yeah, Colin Terrell. That's you know, one. Fucking. Colin Terrell. <laughs> Colin Terrell. <laughs> so yeah, Ricky. <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, Adam Rowe Imperious. It's on YouTube. Check it out. Now we had a discussion. Something I thought would be fun for you and I to do, as far as records, is to bring each other our favorite, favorite. records, and not just you know casual. I mean, like the like our favorite record, mm-hmm. our favorite album by our favorite band. And 
let's really, you know, get to the nitty gritty here. So I've brought this album up before. I think I actually brought it up last episode with Phil because he's a fan as much as I am. The band's called Helmet. It's my favorite band in the entire fucking world. And the album's called Aftertaste. Oh, I now, thought you were going to go Betty. See, everybody thinks that. Oh, but it's not your favorite. Okay, keep going. Betty's sorry. a great album. Do not get me wrong. In in the meantime, great album. Or meantime, it's a great album. But this one, Betty's a great album. But one of my problems with Betty is like it's, each song is kind of like a, almost a different genre sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's still like good, like similar enough that it all ties together as a good album. But a lot of it's like, you get some really weird songs like mixed in the middle. Aftertaste to me is a more cohesive album. It's not as experimental as Betty or even Meantime or any of the early shit. But it's just a more cohesive album and I like the songs better. One thing I don't like about it that I do like more about Betty is the drum sound. I think they're a little flat on Aftertaste, but... He is still John Stanier is still one of the best heavy music drummers I've ever heard. Helmet's been through a lot of drummers. Well, this is the OG guy. This okay. was his last album he did with him. Gotcha. Because he's one of the fucking best. There's a there's a later Helmet record that I found only because John Tempesta was drumming on it, and it was it was like a sil- it's like a silver album cover. It's called Size Matters. That's the yeah. one. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's good. I dude, I love all their albums. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and the fucking f- Size Matters, the bassist was actually on that was uh Frank Bello from Anthrax. And the tour they did after that record was recorded, the bass player was uh Jeremy Shadowlane from uh, Handsome. Handsome Singer was the bass player on that tour. But anyway, that doesn't matter. Aftertaste to me is just it's the last album of the classic Helmet lineup. It's a more cohesive and album than Betty is and I there's not a single song I skip on it whereas Betty has two or three songs I will skip over they're good songs but I'll still skip over them on a casual listen this album is perfect to me and it's my favorite album song wise lyric wise and everything and if you listen to anything I've done musically you can see how much shit I steal from that band hmm. yeah it's ridiculous like that it's my favorite album, and that's the album I bring to you for homework. Helmet's Aftertaste. What's the newest Cancer Priest record called? The White white and Red one? The White and Red one? That's newest, exactly what it's called. The White the and new, Red one. Oh, yeah. What by his brainstem? Not Cancer Priest, but if you listen to Iron Price shit. I was going to say, I, I can totally hear the Helmet influence. In if you listen to Iron Price, Cancer yeah. Priest. Iron Price, yeah. You can definitely see where the... Because Matt, our main songwriter, is also... As big a Helmet fan as I am. I think he'd go Betty over Aftertaste, but... Dead and Buried too. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, dude. Just me, though. Just Delivery. Mm-hmm. Like, the rest of the guys, they, they fuck... Other than Matt, most other people I play music with don't like that band. They're just not into Helmet. All right. Which is fair. You know, you like what you like, but... it's I, I'm, I'm hard-pressed to find a musician who doesn't like Helmet, though. Uh, John John Lowe, who just recently joined Cancer Priest, was after Matt the only other person I played music with that actually liked Helmet. Ugh. Well, the Outlaw only likes new metal. Oh, the Outlaw is the Outlaw. Yeah, and Evan is just he's also feeding people shit sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, apparently and beating. Never mind. But um, <laughs> <laughs> and Evan Evan just he likes metal. Okay, you know, a little else. 
So yeah, Ice Cube is shit. Ice Cube heavy on metal also. So yeah, I, I understand. I do um, too, but okay. yeah, that's my favorite record of all time. Okay. Until something else comes down the line, it's gonna knock my dick off. Okay, so so for comedy, I'm gonna assign you the newest release of a one Stephen Hofstetter. Give me one second. And it's kind of like since uh, as long as a person is funny enough, I think we can both stomach H-O-F-S-T-E-T-T-A-R or E-R? Almost nailed it. E-R. E-R. Steven, I had a friend's last name was Hofstetter. Steve Hofstetter. The the special is on YouTube and it's called The Recipe. And I think we can both stomach uh, 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 a, a, a special that skews kind of one-man showy as long as it's funny enough. Yeah. This one is funny. It's got yeah, to be engaging and actually funny. That motherfucker is really funny. Yeah. So, like a Colin Quinn one-man show is is funny. I mean, you, a Hassan Minaj one. He's like, you're just telling a story, and it's not funny. However, Hassan Minaj is touring the hour that he's doing right now, currently about the testicular cancer that he just beat. And I saw him perform that hour in Philly. It's gonna be a fucking good special if he turns okay. it into a special. That's gonna be fun. Of course he will. That dude's almost. Why wouldn't you? Why would you make that example? Yeah, why would you avoid money? <laughs> So Steve Hofstetter, the, the recipe. recipe. It's on YouTube. All right. How so, old is it? It's I think it's twenty one or twenty two. Oh, okay. So it's the new special. It's it's his newest one. Okay. Yeah. Were and you going to bring up cheeseburger as well though? I was hoping that I wouldn't get assigned it because I watched it already. Well, that's why I brought two. Okay. Specials. I was like, all right, it's something. I, he probably did watch as soon as it came out. Uh yeah, I uh, I stayed up just to watch it. Yeah. yeah. And let's see, since we're assigning, you swear to God, I'm going to make fun of you uh-huh. for bringing this album to me. If it's sublime, we're fighting. <laughs> I think I might know who the band is. I bet you do. Now, is it three letters? Since, since you're a person, I am a person. F- favorite bands are bands like, well, Helmet, but you love okay. Sweet Cobra. I do. And I know you love Clutch. I do. There's Where's this going? This there, is not where I was thinking. There's no reason you shouldn't musically like this record. Okay. Maybe not the Challenge band. Challenge accepted. Maybe not the band, okay. but the record. It's it's for people who like good guitar music. It depends on what kind of guitar music. The album is called Infiltrate, Destroy, Rebuild. Okay. And the band is CKY. I wish you were dead. <laughs> I knew this was gonna happen. Now, you need to you need to I will zoom out of the fucking da 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 song. Like they have other songs and they're better than that song. That is that song, the ninety six bitter being song, is probably their twentieth best song. I'm surprised it made someone's twentieth best song. But my point is is that that record and the record that came out in 2005 are like they have fucking great songs on it, especially that one. It's funny that uh, that's they were always one of those bands to me that I was like, there's no way in hell people outside of Westchester like this band. 
That's there's the no way they can do anything without... The only reason they got anywhere is because they had the Bam, Bam Margera seal of approval. He put their, but, he put them on skateboards. But apparently... Well, then again, you live like 20 minutes from Westchester. So. I also used to skate with Westchester kids, yeah. and Bam was around. And, oh. and he was always around at FDR back in the day, too. But Bam aside, like... That record is fucking great. And there's a reason I was like, I was reaching and scratching and clawing trying to think of some other favorite no, no, to assign. And I was like, nah, fuck, fuck that. that shit. Fuck I, have, that. I have a CKY tattoo. <sighs> I know. I know. You know what's funny? I thought I knew what you were going to go with. And what? it was another band with three letters as a name. Huh. Him? Because <laughs> they're not one of my no. favorites. I just figured this out by pissing in your house a lot of times. AFI? I, I thought it'd be AFI. Eh. I mean... That, I l- that fake vampire shit. You know, I was like, oh, this is probably Tom's favorite band. They're in my top ten, Okay, that's I guess, but not that high. So I was like, is it an initial band? And you're kind of like, oh. And I was like, I got the initials wrong. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really weird. No, but... Uh, I si- will listen to it. I'm not si- going to be a fucking cunt. Since this is homework, you have to listen to it. I do. So that's, that's the fucking rules. That's why I I'm picked that a, record. I'm not going to be a cunt about it. I mean, I got other friends that fucking like CKY. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they're my friends, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I also maybe skewed against that band by the fact that they were like the jackass house band. Yeah. Like I, it's tough in my mind. Like yeah, that probably did wonders for them, but that's it's detrimental to me. I'm like, I won't give a band a chance if fucking Bam Margera's like, yo, this is the shit. This dude. is my brother's band, yo. I'm like, yeah, that makes me hate it even more without even hearing a note. But if if Bam was never born and this band still existed, yeah. they should have been doing stuff. Like other big festival rock bands, I, I guess. I don't know. I just remember going to see a, a Murder Junkie show when the bass player was there and just had like an entourage. I don't remember. I don't know the other guy's name. But... The 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 CKY guy who was in Murder Junkies. No, no was... he, I don't know if he was in the band, but he was at that show. Um, Chad. Chad is the guitar, the other guitar player, the 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 guitar player who doesn't sing. He's like a G.G. Allen super fan. Okay. I fucking can't well, that stand makes, that guy. That makes sense. I can't stand... Wait, G.G. Allen or this Chad dude? Chad. Well, this, first off... His name's Chad! Exactly. You can't like a guy named Chad. No, it's against the law, yeah. I think. It's like liking a guy named Chase or fucking Caden. But... <laughs> Bryant. Yeah, he was just walking around... Uh, it was some shithole venue in... I want to... It was either... Phil, was it Philadelphia? No, I think it was Lancaster. And he's had like an entourage following around. And I actually had to ask somebody I knew that. I was like, who the fuck, who the fuck is, this, is that? this dude? He's like, oh, it's the dude from CKY. I think he's the bass player. I was like, all right. Makes me hate that band even more. No one. I'm, I don't even know who. They're one of my favorite bands. I don't even know who their bass player is. I, I don't even know if it's actually their bass player. This is just what some dude at the show told me. Okay, well, whatever. So, and it, That's it, the... It's Lancaster information. You can never take that shit at face value. No. Not yeah. unless it's Amish, they get uh, Amish by, market related. They get eaten by shark jets, dude. <laughs> is oh. that all you got for me this week? Is it? 
Must be. I don't think we'll ever know. Mm. Yeah, it's the fucking all I got for you. Hit that fucking intro music. Mm.